<laughs> Hi everyone, and welcome to Two Gals and a Glass Half Full. I caught I caught Dr. Bobby right as she was drinking her. <laughs> I know. I was like, ah, put it down. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't make the announcement as quick as I as I should have. So, so Dr. Bobby, what's in your glass today? Well, today I am having some water because I definitely am low on my water. I feel like that's a theme. Like when I have my water on the show, it's because I haven't drank enough. Otherwise, I'm enjoying something else. Yeah. How about you, Dr. Like Jess? Um, as well. Yeah, I've got I've got my glass of water and I'm trying to get a little bit more in me. And that way I'll be a little bit better hydrated uh, for going into the evening. So, um, so yeah, so welcome to Stress Awareness Month. This is now April and we're trying to start a, a new conversation this month. We finished Nutrition Awareness Month last month. And in April, with it being Stress Awareness Month for a nationwide conversation, we're going to jump in on the bandwagon and uh, start a conversation about what that is and what is stress. Uh, so Dr. Bobby, is all stress bad? I, I feel like you hear the word stress and you immediately think negative. Um, like it's kind of like hand in hand, all stress is bad. And that's like kind of what you tend to think about, but there's lots of different types, not lots, there's different types of stress. And there is some actual stress that comes on in our lives. That's good stress. So we call it, um, new stress, right? New mm-hmm. stress. Yeah. New stress. Yes. Yeah. It's like, it sounds weird. You're not used to it. Cause you're used to like negative stuff, not positive stress in our lives. Um, so Jess, do you want to tell us a little bit about the two different main, two main different types of stresses? Um, so like, yeah, so when we think of it, we're not stress, you know, professionals or anything like that, but it is part of what we train in as far as physical therapists is the stress response and what happens. So there are, there's a couple different ways that stress is, is responded from our bodies, right? So we've got acute stress, and then we'll have more of the concept of, of chronic stress, acute stress, meaning it's something is happening right now, right? Acutely. Uh, for example, Dr. Bobby got a phone call uh, <laughs> of like, hey, are we still meeting at this time? And I mean, that phone know, call wasn't from Dr. Jess at all. No, 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 no. Maybe <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh, no, I mixed up Central and Eastern time zone. I'll, I will log on in 10 minutes. So, um, so that's an example of acute stress. And what happened when she realized, oh, no, I got the time wrong is there's going to be some sort of a chemical reaction that's going to that's going to happen in her body. And everybody responds to this in different ways. But typically it's going to be, you know, there's going to be similar concepts. The heart rate starts to elevate. You might start to sweat. Your respiration rate starts to go up. You can feel that, right? So, Doctor Martin, when you were driving, and I'm, I was going <laughs> to say, like, like, you just—it's like that, like shaking inside of you of like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and you, just, you start feeling overwhelmed, and you're just like, oh my gosh, how did I mess this up? You know, and so you just feel your whole body like ramped up, and then all yep. of a sudden, like, you're just more—I want to use the word jittery. Like every yep. little thing I did was like a little bit, like the drive home didn't feel so smooth, you know, like I was more aware of what was going on, but at the same time, I felt a little less aware because every little thing, you know, had my alert. Right. Exactly. So that was the sympathetic nervous system that kicked in. And so your body recognized something was stressful. And so it's going to ramp you up in order to either fight or flight. Right. And so you couldn't do either because you were stuck driving. So now you get stuck in the state of like, well, I can't fight and I can't fight. 
And so the heart rate stays elevated, respiration states, respiration rate stays elevated, and it takes you to actually like get that parasympathetic nervous system to kick in for all of that to calm back down again. Right. So like, what were strategies that you used in that situation to like simmer it back down? Um, <laughs> well, for that, I'm gonna drive as fast as you can. Get inside, run upstairs, try to put some sort of face on. Some look like you just didn't like hot mess and then go. But normally, like what you do is, I'll, I'll give an example. Um, I got to um, last week. I'm doing a fellowship, and so I got to go for a week of courses. And one of the things we got to do, which was really cool, was get an MRI of our brain. I've never, I've had an MRI before, but I've had two. One was an open MRI and one was um, just on my elbow. So like my whole body wasn't in the tube. And they asked me, are you claustrophobic? Are you this and that? And I was like, oh no, I'm fine. Da, da, da. And they put me in this cage that goes over your face. And so you like, you lay down on the thing and then there's a cage that goes over your face um, because it takes, it um, helps all the magnets kind of like go to the brain. So they get the MRI of your brain. That's okay. That didn't bother me. Now they put you in that cage and then they wheel you into a tunnel that is about as wide as your shoulders. Um, and there's like something right above you. And I would say about 30 seconds in, I was completely freaking out almost to the point where I was like, take me out, take me out. But what I did then is like, I kind of knew, okay, like you kind of know the situation. I knew I was okay. Um, I knew I was safe. And so for me, like it's taking deep breaths. Um, Mm -hmm. it was kind of, I knew it took six minutes for this image of my brain to be done. So I counted to 60 and I said, I got count really slow. I'll count slower than one a second. So that way I know, um, that when I get to six times 60 seconds, I'm there. So it's just kind of like using my brain, like trying to tap back into reality in that Mm -hmm. situation to calm my body down, to reassure myself, like, it's okay. You know, you're going to be fine. But oh man, like I can tell you that anxiety level, that first minute in that tube was like out the roof. Oh, absolutely. I've, I've had an MRI as well. And I used actually the same exact strategy with the counting. And again, they told me, I think it was like 15 minutes or something like that. And so I was like, okay, 15 minutes, 60 seconds. So 60, 15 times. And that way I have an exit strategy, right? So like my brain is constantly focusing on something other than where I am. So that distraction technique helped me to kick in my parasympathetic nervous system to keep my heart rate down and to focus my brain on not the situation of being stressed in a claustrophobic situation, right? But saying, no, like your airways open, you're safe. Nobody's attacking you. There's no reason for you to have to fight or flight right now. So it's like techniques to help get your brain to realize, no, 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 no. This isn't fight or flight. This is like, we just got to grin and bear it. Um, Yeah. But there's there's times where you want that ramped up. There's times where you want your system to do that because uh, someone's chasing you. (laughs) If you're in the park and there's a bear, you know, like those type of things. Now I know you're not supposed to run from a bear, but um, once you're in the clear, you want to run as fast as you can. And you want that. Yeah. Get yourself out of the. Yeah. Yeah. So there's times where it's appropriate for that system to do that. And it's actually important for livelihood, you know? Yeah. Or you need to stay and fight. Right. So like I've been out with my dogs before and walking and we have had on more than one occasion have had dogs approach us in a, not like 
I want to be your friend manner, <laughs> but in a like, I'm going to try and chew your dog in half manner. And so like, you can't run away from that. You know, I've got two dogs yeah. on a leash. And so you do have to stand up, be the aggressor, look big, look strong, get those dogs away from you. And like, I mean, your heart's pumping, like all the blood's going to your muscles. And you're like, I'll tear the dogs up. <laughs> so yeah. like, are you really? I don't know, but I look as scary as I can. I really hope they stop running at us. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, like that, that nervous system response is what I needed to kick in into the situation to say like, no, like you are not going to attack me. Like I will defend and you're going to, you're, you're going to have to like, this is going to be fight for you. Like, this isn't going to be easy. So yeah. at that point in time, I was like super happy that my sympathetic nervous system was as reactive as it was. It right. was helpful in the, in yes. the situation. So, so yeah, so stress isn't always bad. Um, it's something that is, is good for survival in acute situations. Um, but it's also something that could be, uh, in chronic situations, that's where we start to see more of an issue. So, um, yeah. so like so Dr. Bobby, can you explain a little bit more about like a situation where you were in, uh, a chronic stressful situation? I can. So I, um, uh, how do I say this without, so sometimes you have a job that there are many aspects that you love. Um, but there can be one aspect that is super, super, super stressful. And, um, it's amazing how day in day out, month after month. And in this situation, it was year after year, um, that stress kind of like wears on you and it wore on me. I didn't realize how much it was affecting me until I was crying. I'm like, I, I'm 37 years old. Why am I crying on the way to work every day? You know, like, why am I sick to my stomach? Why am I not sleeping? Why am I like so unhappy when there's so many good things going on in my life? Um, and it all came down to this one situation and it was the yeah, I can handle it one day, you know, I can handle that one time, but when it's day in, day out, day in, day out, and that stress just adds up, um, it's amazing what it can do to your body. And that's like the bad part of stress is that chronic negative, um, stress. Yeah. And then, and physiologically how it manifests is, is crazy. And it's, it's different for everybody. I mean, your situation with how you responded with you know, like not feeling well, the insomnia, um, you know, just all of those underlying My, symptoms. Like, intestines, stomachs were so messed up. Like I hurt yep. so bad and like, I yep. just, everything was so, and I will tell you, I made a decision on one day and I'll tell you 48 hours later, every single symptom was gone. Right. Now the heartache of leaving and stuff like that was still there because there was so many good things, but um, all of the negative stuff was literally gone in 48 hours, no issues. And I was like, yep. Oh, yeah, wow. <laughs> exactly. So it's, it's amazing with that chronic stress, how that sustained stress will potentially wear on you and it, and being able to put your finger on what the variable is that's contributing to that can be multiple at once. And it doesn't have to be just one thing, or sometimes it's, it's a bunch of different things. I mean, I remember like, for example, when we were in graduate school, right, there's this constant, like you have to constantly perform. You're constantly being assessed on an exam. You constantly have a practical exam. You constantly have this um, oral exam and Your a paper that you have to write. Done. It's 
yeah. And this level of performance that you have to maintain the whole time so that you don't fail, you know, um, it was, it was tough. It was really tough. And, and that's when I, I think really started understanding chronic stress a little bit more was in that situation and the ability of my mind to have the awareness of like, wait, sometimes I need to actually look at the situation from a different angle because I can't just, I mean, I could, I could have just stopped. Right. Right. But, um, but sometimes what I can do is reframe the situation. So if it's something where it's how I'm perceiving the environment as stressful, like the exam is in front of me, right? And I'm perceiving that to be stressful because I'm being graded at this, at this level, right? And I'm having to like make sure that I have the right answer. Um, part of what I did was say, wait, the answer's in front of me already. Like nobody's trying to attack me nobody's beating me up. Nobody's, you know, for whatever reason, like making my life miserable, right? I had to look at the situation from a different angle. And then when I did, it was like a completely different experience. The rest of graduate school was tough. It was really difficult. Don't get me wrong. But like, I, I was sleeping well, I wasn't anxious before exams, I, I would walk into a practical and was like, ask me the question, you know, worst, worst yeah. you can say is like, come back next time. You know, like I'm still going to have like, like, no one's like, like no one's attacking me, you know, but right. it was, it was a different situation because I didn't need to make a change to my external environment. Like you did. I needed to make a change for my internal environment. I had to make a change for how I looked at the situation. And so sometimes there's different ways that we kind of deal with that chronic stress. Right. Um, so that was just one of my examples. I have had that example of the job and I did have to leave. Um, it just, it wasn't working, you know, it was, I, I wasn't well, sleeping and, and I was sick and all hard. that. It's hard. Sometimes like I will find, um, so when I don't feel stressed, but I am, mm -hmm. it always comes up in nightmares. So okay. like, then I have to like figure out, but I don't feel stressed. So I have zero idea where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's not like this, I have a bad, like a issue with a job or, you know, like I don't feel, I feel fine, you know? So sometimes it's hard to, to realize what you are, <laughs> um, sorry, I'm laughing because I'm trying, my dog is chewing on a bone and it's really loud on here. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I thought I would be done taping in my bed but here I am still hopefully the next time you hear me you'll be in this awesome office you'll get to if you're on YouTube you get to see this really cool green teal behind me yep. um it'll happen it will happen yes yes yep. so side note sorry um so you know sometimes you don't know what the stress is like and it takes a little bit to figure it out absolutely yeah what we bury in our subconscious is a survival mechanism so that way we can still get point a to point b done during the day and and our brain can only focus on so much and so if if we allow ourselves to really understand how stressful a situation is we it would be hard for to get from point a to point b for sure um so yeah that's yeah like it showing up in the subconscious with dreams or whatnot that's also i think super helpful to to bring up because um being able to take some time and actually 
step back and figure out what that could be, I think is, is something that it, it just takes a, an amount of acceptance of yourself and uh, to be able to give yourself the time that you need to figure that out as well. Yeah. I also think something that's really important is to like figure out how you handle stress. So like, um, and by all means, you're going to like, but there's good ways to handle stress and to deal with it. And there's bad ways. And um, I am far from perfect, but you know, like I find um, once in a while, I'll take those bad routes and it's okay if it's once in a while, you know, but like for me, a lot of the good things I find is like, um, working out, being with like my really good friends, like just having an open hearted conversation with them. Um, and a big thing for me is listening to music. When I listen to music, it allows me to almost express my emotions to feel things that I don't allow myself to feel and just going through everyday life. Um, and then there's the bad routes, which is like maybe a few too many glasses of wine or, you know, like those routes down there and I am far from perfect. Those nights still happen once in a while, but for the most part, I've learned, you know, through the years, and especially as I hopefully can say I've gotten wiser a little bit as my age increases, um, that, you know, I'm more doing those good habits and handling that stress in a better way. Yeah. So Absolutely. how about you? What do you, what, how do you handle like kind of that chronic stress or, um, you know, that stress that you may not be able to take away, you know, like it's, it's just there for a short time, but you know, it's going to stay there for a little bit. Like, how do you handle that? Let it go, move on. Yeah. I'd say I definitely, even in a situation where I know it's going to last for a little while, um, you know, you come home with a new baby and you know, you're not going to be sleeping for a while, you know, you've got this job situation that is stressful, but you need to, like, you still have to like put in notice and you have to find another job. It's going to like, you can't just make a change tomorrow. For example, um, <clears throat> what I've done is I, I always, I like to have an end game. So just like if, when I'm acutely in that MRI machine, I, I'm like a little bit, like, I, I don't love how tight things are, you know, <laughs> like in the yeah, MRI, yeah, right, my heart yes. starts racing. I don't love that situation. Yep. Um, so in that situation, I, I do a counting technique in order to give myself the end game for how I'm going to get out of the situation and when I'm going to get out of the situation. So I do the same thing chronically. I make a plan for how I'm going to get out of the situation and I give it a timeline. And so I might, you know, say it's, you know, like, uh, the newborn non-sleepless stays, you know, it's three months. Then I, I kind of get that in and you don't know for sure in that, in that situation, right. You don't know how long it's going to last. Um, but you need that but, light in the tunnel, that goal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, so here's the plan, you know, here's how I'm going to, um, in the short term, here's what we're going to do to create a little bit of a better balance. And then in the midterm, here's what we're going to do. And then in the long term, here's what we're going to do. And that way it kind of helps me get through that situation. And I don't perceive it to be overwhelming at any point. And if the strategy is not working, then I <laughs> change up the strategy. But a lot of it really is, is reframing the situation of what I do as much as I possibly can. If I, if there's something that like, like the job situation where I was, I just, I, I had so, I had so much documentation every day. I felt like I was drowning and I, I had like there just the way the scheduling was happening. And there was, there's so many patients and I couldn't, 
I couldn't treat them like I wanted to treat them because I kept getting double booked and these forced double books and this documentation system was inefficient. And so I'm working this day, I'm seeing like, you know, 19 patients and yeah. you've got to document like good documentation so that if insurance says, hey, we're not going to pay unless we see the note that you can submit a note that actually shows medical necessity. I mean, like I would get to lunchtime and I was so deep in notes that like, I didn't want to treat the afternoon because yeah. I'm like, this is just even more notes. And it's like hours of work at night when I should be running, I should be cooking. I should be, you know, spending time with the family. And I was just so buried in notes that it's like, okay, well, like I have to give proper notice to this job. I need to find a new job. I'm, I can't just abandon patients, but I'm, I, I can't, I can't operate in the system anymore. I'm, I'm too far gone. So then I just, I was like, okay, today, what I'm going to do is this today, I'm going to get to lunch and I'm going to survive until lunch. Like I was surviving half a day at a time, you know, that's yeah. kind of how bad it had gotten. And I would get to lunch and I would survive it. And I would say, okay, now you just got to get to the end of the day and survive it. <laughs> and so that way in the present moment, you're just trying to survive to a tolerable amount of time. And then I just did that every single day and I survived to a tolerable amount of time. And then I just kept doing it and I kept doing it and I kept doing it. Oh gosh, I feel like we could talk end. about like burnout and PT and, and just in healthcare and probably any job in a real, you know, yeah. but in like in your situation and the case like for me, like then it also like when you're stacked like that, you don't, not only do you have the stress of like getting all that done, but then for me, I had the stress of like, I don't feel like I'm providing quality. You know, like I'm not doing what I want to be able to do. And that's like stressful in itself. So it's like this nasty cycle. It is. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just so like, it's the same exact technique that I use, I use for both situations as I set goals that are time sensitive so that I can get to an out at some point. And I stick to it though. I also stick to that goal. I don't get to lunch and then not sit and eat and drink and pee and do what you need to do. Like I, at lunch, I take a break. And I, and I, you know, I like walk away from whatever the situation is, go outside, breathe some air at the end of the day, I force myself to still go for a run. Um, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. But you like, you've got to force yourself to do it because otherwise you're just in this, like such a horrible cycle, um, that it's just not, it's, it's not going to be sustainable and you won't last the period of time that you need in order to get yourself out of that chronic situation. Um, you know, in, in the situation, yeah. I mean, I wasn't unsafe, right. I wasn't right. in a situation where like, not, yeah. yeah, like nobody was attacking me. There's no, <laughs> there's no time where like, like my physicality of being safe was not being met in that situation. Obviously you got to get out of it, but, um, but the situation was more just your very, very typical chronic stress situation. <laughs> I think it's funny. So, you know, you always, you say you run afterwards. And for me, like, I just, I handle that so differently that like if I have yeah. that stress I can't function if I don't get it done so like for me I have to make sure my workouts are in the morning before work because if they're not like they don't get done um right so like I am a 5 a.m 5 30 get up go work out because then it's done and then I know like mm-hmm. it's okay like yeah and I, I'd say like I definitely did that before kids you know so like yeah. I, I I would get up and work out um and it, and I found that helpful but, um, now I actually, I, since I've switched it to the evenings, I use it as my debrief time at the end of the day. So it's my way of like transitioning from work to home 
you know, yeah. and yeah. it helps me. Um, and you it, it just spend time with them while you're right. Doing yeah, it. exactly. Because I'm a stroller pusher. That's what I am. Yeah. I'm a stroller mom. Um, but it it helps me. There's a lot that it helps me do with transitioning because that's also part of stress, right? Is that we bring the stress um, from one aspect of our lives into another aspect of our lives. But, uh, you know, people say like, check it at the door, you know, don't bring that in here. And that's, that's easier said than done to just like check it at the door. Um, you know, I might've had like, Bobby knows, like, I might've had like some poop explosion and we've got dirty diaper everywhere. We're trying to get everything cleaned up and I'm running late and I'm super stressed and blah, blah, blah. But I need to like, when I walk in the door, what are my strategies to like transition? Right. So I'm not walking in like, oh, this poopy diaper is going to mess up my day. No, like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I need to like the transition of how I go from one aspect of life to another is also something that's really helpful. And after a long work day, the run actually really helps me transition into home and being present and available and like really hearing what my family members are telling me instead of being like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, what'd you say? I mean, yeah. Yeah. So like that's, it's a strategy that I've, that I've been using on, on the way to work. The strategy I use is typically like, that's the best time that my dad and I actually have to talk is when, when I'm driving to work. So that's my commute is like, I kind of talked about him, about his day, about, you know, our previous days. And it, it really helps me transition into work because it's, it's a, um, something that I've grown to expect, if that makes sense. So it's, it's almost it's, like an equalizer, like a kind of like that, you know, bass. And I hear a lot of people and I, I find that too, like just listening to music, like that drive home, especially if you have a little bit of a longer drive, that drive home really helps like that transition, you know, as long as the drive isn't too stressful in itself. You know? Like traffic and people Chicago leaving it traffic, you know, it's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, no, so it's like, I think when we talk about stress, I think there's just a lot of different things to consider there's you know how how stress could be good you know and it helps get us out of unsafe situations um stress again can be from our perspective as perceived right so when i'm in that mri mri machine um my like i'm not actually unsafe my body is freaking out as if it is but i'm actually not unsafe so that's where it's like that acute stress sometimes we have to reframe it Um, And then we get into that chronic stress, which, and that's more of what we're going to be talking more about this month is, is that chronic stress and different ways of handling it and dealing with it and uh, strategies that people implement. Like we have our own strategies, Dr. Bobby and I do, but other people have different strategies and other people are actually a lot more trained in this topic than we are. For example, mental health counselors, and they are fantastic. There's like, they get complete degrees and like so much of what goes into, you know, our mental health of what goes well, what doesn't go well. And, um, we're going to be tapping into some resources of people that we know. I'm so excited to be able to interview them and hear what they have to say. And honestly, I'm excited to learn because I feel like, I feel like that's the one area that, um, in general, we tend to like, we'll go get help with nutrition. We'll go get help with exercise. We'll go get help with, all this spiritual, like all this stuff, but how many times do we go get help for mental, like mental counseling, mental, um, emotion, you know, like, I feel like that's the one area, at least for me that I tend to leave out a lot. Oh, it's so easy. It's so easy to, to leave it out. And, 
it's I think um, so like I'll do a little flash forward. So my sister is a mental health counselor. And so she's going to be somebody that we'll be talking with in the future. And having her in my life has been super helpful for as she was going through her training. And then now that in her professional years, it has been helpful for me to really have an even better understanding of how important mental health is and especially big time stress and stress management and just all the different strategies that we can implement, whether we're um, just doing things ourselves in, in situations or if it gets to the point where you do need to bring in a mental health counselor. And um, that's not something that you know, Dr. Bobby and I are trained in, but we're definitely, um, like, I know I refer to mental health counseling on a regular basis when it's something that I'm, I'm noticing a patient's having difficulties with um, different aspects of, of their lives and whether it comes to their pain or their current situation or maybe an, an accident that they've been in or, you know, things that, things that have happened. Um, so it's, it's definitely important conversation and important referral. I think, I think I'm really excited for that. I think that will be so exciting. Absolutely. All right. So, so what do we want to do for our challenge this week? Well, I was thinking, I know that like, we're, you know, we're kind of going back and forth about things, but we, as we're in our different months, we want to keep those months in our, in our mind and, and, and what we're talking about. But then we also want to keep the other aspects of our lives going at the same time. So these are things that we've talked about in the past of how we're constantly filling our different buckets. So we don't want to be like, oh, stress, 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 stress. And then like forgetting about some of our other buckets. So even though we're in a stress management month, we also want to talk about the bucket of toxin free, right? And some of the things that we have learned about on previous episodes. So um, this uh, challenge this week is going to be to find a toxin free products. Okay. Cause we're going to tie these together that help you manage your stress. See that, look at that combo, like really tying it in. Do you have any uh, idea what you were going to do? I personally, I will tell you, I'll give you a little forecast. So there's this, uh, company that, uh, Dr. Bobby turned me on to it's what's it called again? Um, which one food, 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 <laughs> oh, um, uh, uh, skin foodie, skin foodie. Yes. And so Skin Foodie makes a cream that is lavender and I put it on every night and it like smells fantastic. And it's part of, again, I talked all about transitions. So I've worked a lot on transitions in my life and me transitioning into sleep is something that is a little bit hard. Like my mind races, I get real busy, la la la, I'm thinking about the day. So I, when I put the lotion on and I smell it, that's my transition that we're done. We're done. I'm done with the day. We're over. It's now sleep time. And so I use the smell to kind of help. And plus like skin foodies products, they're, um, you know, toxin free, all natural. Um, like, and it's, um, what I think is sports, it supports small business. It is a Mm -hmm. lady that makes them all herself. So ships them all herself. Yep. Yeah. And the products are fantastic. I use her deodorant. I use her um, there's a, uh, it's like that rose water spray for your face okay. and some for lotions I use, uh, she's got soap that I use. Um, and they're all, um, they're all fantastic. I love every single product. Yeah. Nice. So, I need to try more yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Dr. Bobby, what's, what, it, what, what might you be trying? You know, I don't, I bet as you were talking, I was like trying to think of like, what am I going to do? I might have to actually like kind of sit and think about this one. 
Um, cause there's so many options, um, mm-hmm. out there and maybe what I need to do is actually be consistent with one of them. Like I have a there bunch of things, so I might need to start just being consistent with using it. Yeah, there you go. I think that's a good, that's a good way to start the, the challenge week. Yeah. Perfect. So, All right. Well, well, we look forward to us. Uh, I say seeing you all, but um, we hope that you will follow us. So if you can go ahead, we are on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe there. We're on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe to us there. Um, And we're also on Facebook, Instagram. Um, We'd love if you'd go and give us a follow. And we will see you next time. All right. All right. Thanks, everyone.